Hello, welcome to the Soccer Speakeasy. It is Wednesday, the 31st and final day of July 2019. We are here in the studio at 62 East Broad Street on the mezzanine level, back with windows that don't open, no thermostat, and one of the finest strikers to ever play recreational soccer. Not one of the best golfers. We were having that discussion no. beforehand. <laughs> so Kyle Robertson is here, as is our crew beat writer, Jacob Myers. I'm Mike Aries, per usual, at the dials is uh, Patrick Flaherty. At the Podfather 2. Spectacular handle. I think it was that uh, We got to find number one. I think that Tom Reed hung that on you, Podfather. In any case, the crew is a different team right now, Jacob. this uh, We talked last week extensively about the shuffling of the roster, this midsummer makeover of a team that had gone 113-1 um, up through the middle of this month. That span beginning uh, in April. So from April to mid-July, one thirteen and one. And I thought Kyle was going to get a call at some point because they <laughs> they couldn't they, they couldn't score and they weren't playing compelling soccer. The coach was not getting the most out of what was admittedly a injury riddled team. And now uh, they shuffle they shuffle up the roster. And what, what's going on here? Give us the formation and what type of, of strategies or, or, or tactics they're employing and and why. It's working out with the personnel they now have. Well, specifically to this game, they had an open practice Tuesday, and Red Bulls just has a completely different style than most teams in MLS. And you saw from the beginning how they well, wanted to use... We should mention that the crew just won their first road game on Saturday, their first road game since March 6th. That would be winter. They skipped spring and half of summer, and but they finally won a road game for the first time since March 6th. They beat the Red Bulls, a place that's very difficult, where it's very difficult to win in Harrison, New Jersey. It was the Red Bulls' first home loss since May 8th, and the, as we said, the crew's first home win since Mar- or road win since March 6th. And uh, the crew's traditionally had uh, been given fits in Red Bull Arena. They there, and Kyle can attest to that. We spent a couple, three playoff games there watching, well, mixed results, I'd yeah. say, but generally speaking, tough place for the crew to play. And now you're set up, Jacob, for your soliloquy. Yeah, I think you just saw how they wanted to use Jossie Zard as the whole game. They wanted to get the ball quickly out of their back line because what Red Bull is so good at is just pressuring, turning you over, and then counterattacking from there. It's Red Bulls. I, I get you're you're right. I get so used and you to you did that in the paper today. Okay, I, I thought <laughs> I said that's right in their name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Burhalter did the same thing. The players, the and coaches, all say Red Bull, and, and it messes me up. But Red Bulls, correct, we'll, we'll go correct them. I will. I should. You're right. Hold them accountable. No, what you saw is Jossie Zardes was absolutely effective in what yeah. they wanted him to do is to get those balls and then play it over top and then play it to other wingers or whoever was running into the box. And you saw that a quick goal, Luis Argudo there, and, and Pedro Santos certainly had his play. But you're just seeing guys stepping up and making plays. And that's kind of what was said after the game and even today is nothing has necessarily changed. You're just getting guys to produce. I'm glad Luis got a goal. I thought he's been playing pretty good soccer the last couple of weeks. And, Absolutely. And it, I think it was good to see him. And I think he almost got one earlier, too. Did it almost a hit the post on the right? That. Yeah, the right post. that kind of trickled. A nice almost, yeah. uh, backheel yeah. pass from Zardes. So, yeah, I think yeah, I it's think just they're, the quality. Yeah, I think they're clicking. I think and, they're trying to – they finally maybe kind of figured it out. And Santos was the man of the yeah. match, Pedro Santos. There's, Absolutely. He, he scored the late goal that gave him the 3-2 victory. A beautiful brace. Yeah. For Sanchez, is he comfortable there yeah, as I, the uh, attacking mid? 
I think so. I think what you're seeing in the those plays specifically is like Argudo spilled that one and he gets an yeah, assist. That's a, yeah, a little but, bad first little touch on the... <laughs> but correct me if I'm wrong, just what I've seen, and obviously my perspective is different on Pedro Santos than both of you because you've seen him more. I've just seen him this season, which has been a career year to this point. He just like sees the ball and goes after it and tries to knock it as hard as he can past the keeper. I, I just I, yeah. That's how you see his confidence right now. I think it's the confidence. I don't think he, I mean, obviously you're seeing a different Pedro than you have the last couple of years. And, you know, I also don't, I also think that there's some guys that, you know, I think when Eagleine went down I and mean, he's played a couple, he's played that role a little bit from last year and the couple of years that he's missed some games. But I just think he's better because he, I think he's just, he plays with the ball, you know, and I, and I think when, when he's on the wings and he's, and he's just running down, you know, some players, they're more confident when the, when they have the ball and they're making the decisions and, and passing that kind of stuff. And I think you've seen this a, a little bit more this year. And I think that's, I think that's helped him. What's the formation look like right now? They're still yeah. doing a four-two-three-one, but and most, who, who's where? Just set the lineup yeah. for sure. Because so, they, they've they've been using different center backs yeah. because of entry, and mm-hmm. and they've shuffled some things around personnel-wise. Yeah. So just for the sake of marking it this week, what, what's their what do they look like? What's their roster? Their lineup look like? Absolutely. So this past week, and I think what you'll probably see against San Jose, just given the injuries, is Aloy Room at goal from left to right at left back. You have Hector Jimenez, who has been really. What, what they've Swiss called knife. a Swiss yeah. Army knife this year. And <laughs> that pass he had uh, right after half for the second goal was beautiful. The center backs are Alex Granali and uh, Bubakar Keita. A couple homegrowns there who I think you're definitely seeing some growth, some issues for sure, but you know, very encouraging signs as well. Is Alex out if Mensa comes back? Then or I think Kata to this point has passed Cronali okay. on on the depth chart at right back would be Harrison Awful and then uh, Will Trapp was taken out in the 45th minute with an injury so he's day to day right now he got an MRI that Caleb Porter said showed nothing so he's all good they're just evaluating him it was Trapp and Artur Guzman came on for Trapp and then you had uh, Santos in the middle on the left was David Akam and on the right was Luis Argudo and then Jossi Zardes at the top so when, when they do make subs there is a formation change though and you see this when they bring on Romario Williams just a little more scoring presence they switch to a 4-4-2 and they're getting a lot of late goals and that's something they weren't getting a push off the bench early in the year that's probably the biggest thing that you're seeing in this stretch of 3M beaten right now. Well also isn't it two games in a row they came right out of the locker room in the second half and scored? Yeah absolutely yeah. that's a sign of right. three I believe because they had one against yeah. Chicago as well. Well and they also countered pretty quickly from the first goal too so, a, a minute. Right yeah. The smoke I mean, yeah. was still on the field from the supporters group. Yeah, it's a great picture Kyle that you know you weren't there but there's a I was, agree it was awesome. It was good. That, yeah. that was an awesome yeah. picture where it looked like he was levitating yeah. with smoke behind him. That was sweet. All right, so who's out right now? Just run through the injuries now that you've gone through the lineup. Yep, uh, Jonathan Mensa is back training. It's a matter of fitness, though. If, if you're going to bring a center back back into the lineup, he needs to go a full 90, so they're just judging his fitness right now. He will be available this week, as what Caleb Porter said today at training. Josh Williams, probably another week still. I can't remember at this point what his injury is. I think he... It's either a hamstring or a thigh. He's always had that foot injury as well. And then uh, Gaston Saro, Waylon Francis are at least one, maybe two weeks away from coming back with their injuries. Then Will Trapp might be available day to day. All right. I will be fined by the pod father. My phone rang. One of my daughters calling. Back to back fines. It's a fine. <laughs> it's coffee next week. Well, yeah, wasn't Jacob supposed to bring coffee today? Was I? Did he? Yeah, for being late. That's another fine. <laughs> That's like four red cards or so something. is it coffee and a scone next yeah. week then yeah, you better show, you better show up with it <laughs> i could do that <laughs> i don't i don't mess with the podfather hey podfather's at the game on saturday he was should we get his opinion yeah 
Go ahead, Podfather. Scare us. <laughs> I was sitting behind the goal, drinking an adult beverage, watching the game. They have a nice stadium, 25,000 capacity. It wasn't sold out, but, There were some know. tarps, right? Yeah, it was a good time. We were like eight minutes late, which I was a little bummed about, but the people in my group were slow getting there. So. Did you do Newark? Before I was in Hoboken, New Jersey. Sat by the waterfront and had a nice barbecue. All right, shut up, you All right. <laughs> Philadelphia's in first place still. 39 points, three clear of Atlanta in second. D.C. in third, 36. Atlanta has two more wins than D.C. New York City FC in fourth place in the east with uh, 35 points. Red Bulls. Plural. We live in a pluralistic society. In fifth place with 34 points, Montreal, which has been struggling of late, 33 points in sixth place. New England Revolution, 33 points in seventh. Look at the Revolution in the New England's there. In 11 seven. straight unbeaten. Wow. Just unreal right now what they're doing. Nine, eight, and six. Coaching. Opening up the pocketbook, too. Toronto FC is below the bar in eighth, 32 points point behind the revs. Orlando City FC SC City OCA whatever the, the OCSC. They are uh, in ninth place with 26 and the locals have moved from 11th into 10th place. So they moved ahead of Chicago into 10th place. The crew has with uh, 24 points and seven victories to Chicago's 24 points and five victories. Chicago minus one differential, crew minus 12, but they've got a lot to reel in, the crew does, and when it comes to differential, and taking up 12th and last place in the Eastern Conference of the Major League Soccer are the FCCCs. Who's the food FC Cincinnati 5 12 and 16 they're minus 31 differential 17 points I think Cincinnati's out of the playoff hunt the question is of the moment is is Columbus getting back into it after tying at Chicago on the 17th of July after winning at home against Montreal on the 20th of July and last Saturday beating the Red Bulls in the Harrison, New Jersey by a 3-2 to two score. Are they? We'll start with Kyle Ooh. back in the playoff race. Well, I think they got a they got a win a couple on the road. Well, they're not in the race. Can right. they get back I, in the race? <laughs> I mean, you do, you do have two in August against Cincinnati, so you, All right. I, I think you'd I'll, hope I'll, for six. I'll set it up. Well, yeah. Let's do this, boys. Yeah. I'm going to poll you. There's 10 games to play. There's 30 potential points on the board there. 10 games to play beginning Saturday at San Jose. That's a 10.30 p.m. start, folks. So pace yourselves. Saturday at San Jose. Is that a W, Jacob? San Jose is too hot right now. I think they fall on that one. Jacob's got an L there. Kyle? I think they're going to keep it up. I think they're going to win. This is just an exercise. Yep. Kyle's It'd be their win, most impressive two, yeah. wins. Two okay. road games in, in a row. Yeah. Okay. And then a week later, right. Saturday, August 10th, the hell is real. Yeah. Second joining of that soon-to-be storied rivalry. August 10th, here at the Moffray Stadium, 7.30 p.m. on a Saturday night, the Cincinnati's roll into town. Is that a W or an L, Jacob? That's a W. W, 5 nothing. Okay, we're working on differential yes. there, too. <laughs> Saturday, August 17th, home versus Toronto FC. Has that, to be oh, a W. That's going to be fun. The yeah. hardcore crew yeah. fans love that game. Yeah, I'm going to go... Trillium! Yeah. Trillium! I'm going to go W, too. Go W. Okay, New York City FC. On the road, Wednesday, August 21st, probably Yankee Stadium, although I'm not sure. Is that at Yankee Stadium? Yep. Yeah, it will be. 7 o'clock game, Wednesday, the 21st. That's uh, coming on short rest off a resounding victory over Toronto, according to you guys. 
What happens there in the house that neither Ruth nor Steinbrenner built? Who built it? We'll go in L. The Yes Network. Yeah. Go in L there. I'll go a draw. Yeah. We should preface this by saying this is the current roster as such, right? No, no other no, injuries. Just, no, we're just throwing this out there. It's just an exercise. It doesn't mean anything. Yep. Sunday, August 25th, yep. again on short rest at Cincinnati. Has the, to be a W. Stadium. W. Yep. Okay. Wow, you guys. Yeah. Got them running the table here. Saturday, August 31st, they get their regular week's rest. They're home against the Chicago Fire, another traditional rival. W. W. Okay. Eight days later, Sunday the 14th, and that's after a two-week break, international break. So September 14th, after a two-week international break, at Atlanta. We're going L. Yeah, I'll go L. Saturday, September 21st, at Vancouver. W for me. I'm going draw. Okay, Sunday, September 29th, home versus the Philadelphias. That's probably going to be – now, yeah. think about that. Now, yeah. this is the penultimate game of the regular season against the mm-hmm. team that's been holding down first place in the Eastern Conference. Going to feel – there's going to be some – I don't know if anyone will be challenging yeah. Philadelphia by that point, but we know what it's going to feel like here in Columbus as a game that's crucial, maybe. You know what I mean? It'll, yep. you'll, you'll be in that nebulous area where yep. if you lose, you're probably done. You might right. be done already, but if you win, yeah, maybe if a couple things break, especially the way you have this team – you have this team playing like, like Barca at this point. <laughs> I'm gonna look. Let me give me a second here to look at the table. I see how far Philly is. Uh, the three point. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing about the East. They could. Well, we'll, we'll get to we'll, we'll get to the math in a second. All right, we'll let you run the show. Yeah, Mike. I, yeah. We'll, we'll keep it yeah, that you're, way. You're kind hearted. Now it, give me an answer. And now Kyle gives me an answer. Yeah. Mm. You got a mm out of Jacob. Podfather, what say you, Kyle? My gut instinct will be an L. Sunday, October sixth, the last game of the regular season. They're at the Toronto's yep. Trillium Cup on the line. Toronto I think it could I be think battling at that point as well. Maybe my numbers might be be a little close, but I think that's the game where they they're either going to get in or they're. Oh, well, they're we'll out. see. Right. We'll see. We, we don't know. I'm just saying, are they going to win? Do you? Yes. Just for fun. Yes. You got yes. you got them winning yes. there. Okay. Yes. I think they're. Yeah. Sure. We'll go. We'll yeah. go a W here yeah. as well. Okay. We've done the calculations. Kyle did it on his phone, and I did it the way Mr. Cuckle taught me. Although those many years ago at Kennelly School, obviously. Uh, he did a middling job on me, but Kyle's phone works well. And so here's where we have it. Just this is just a just a fun exercise. Kyle has them gaining 19 points over their last 10 games. That's basically playing about as good as any team in the league over the last stretch. Is what you're surmising. That gets the crew and on Kyle's books to 43 points. Jacob. 18 points for the crew over their last 10 games of the regular season. And that gets them to 42 points. And I believe seventh place was 44 points last year. So it's going to be close. 46. Yeah. Montreal 46 last year. That might not be, yeah. So there you go. I, right, now, I mean, Newing, that's, right now, New England's at 33. So, I mean, you'd hope they get. That illustrates. Yeah. And again, we're just right. messing around. Right. I think mm-hmm. you guys gave them too many right. wins, yeah. personally. But that's neither here nor there since I didn't right. I didn't give any predictions. Wisely so. But that gives you an idea. Right. You guys have them both playing like Caleb Porter is the, is the second normal one. And, well, why can't they? And they're yeah. probably going yeah. to. It's almost certain or the best bet. I mean, if I'm going to Vegas, I'm getting very short odds. But on I mean, they do in playoffs. But in the same same aspect, did you ever think they'd go what one thirteen and one during that stretch? Oh, I mean, when they were like five six games into it and stuff, and when they lost at Minnesota, you didn't say, "Oh man, this season's over." The Colorado I, yeah. loss really yeah. put, and then yeah. Peepa's injury, like yeah. the next couple of days. Yeah. I think that yeah. was. So this isn't shocking, We're right? Just saying, no, but yeah, you guys are giving them right. credit. You're saying that something's think, yeah. coming together, yeah. and of course, yeah. uh, I think with the the addition to the goalie, more depth, 
than they've had all year and the ability to throw out different combinations with the players that they've gotten on the transfer window. I think really he has options, you know, more than he's ever had before. Put it this way, 2017, the last 10 games, they kind of, they were above the line already and then they had to keep consistency to make the playoffs. They got 22 points in the last 10 games in 2017 and they finished, what, fifth that year? So again, a a lot of road games this year. You have two Cincy, two Toronto, Chicago. Those have to be 15 points and some of those are on the road too. It's again, like we talked about so many times, it's way uphill. Road games uh, remaining at San Jose, at New York City FC. Atlanta. At Atlanta, at Vancouver and on October 6th, the last day of the regular season at Toronto. And then Philly before that. Right. It's it's about as difficult well, as it gets. So. Yeah. But I think Porter can use this as a kind of a momentum. Hey, they're, they're already counting us out or and kind of use that as a as a way to maybe motivate them or keep them going. If they do something against San Jose, yeah. that's when it's going to feel more right. real. San Jose's 8-3-1 and one at home and they haven't lost since March 30th there. They're outscoring opponents 23-5 to five over that span at home. Kyle, we got questions? Yeah, we have well, a one, few. I, I got one for yeah. Jacob, though, that, that we should right. The secondary transfer window, international transfer window, here in the United States runs through August 7th. And last week you said you wouldn't be surprised if, if they made another deal. And this was after a flurry of, of uh, activity. And where, where do you stand on that now, Jacob? I think about the same, but if it's an international signing, I might go 50-50 even. I think if they make a deal, it might just be a depth piece now until they can maybe add a center back or, or another attacker or something like that later. All right, there you have it, Kyle. We throw it right. to you for the questions from the Twitterverse. All right, somebody wants to know, did Pedro Santos wake up this past Saturday feeling dangerous? Seems like it, right? Yeah. That's a yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. What is our update on all the transfer, on all the guys that got in on the window? Are they all good to go? Are we waiting good on question. one? Good question. Jacob. Everyone's here except Yunus Mokhtar. He is what played a lot in the Dutch League, and he's Moroccan international. So that could take a little time with getting the visa. I think it's a, just a little more paperwork when you have multiple uh, nationalities there working. But So he's not here yet, and then he'll take his fitness when he gets here. Cool. So still a little bit to go. All right. And then this question is probably maybe for Mike here. Before every game, I think the captains exchange something, usually a pennant. Why and what happens to them? I don't know. I've just always seen it done. I have no idea. It's uh, it's like the whole photo. Yeah. I don't understand yeah. why they all have to do that same pose every time. They kind of chronicle. Yeah. It's, it's part, And again, I'm not uh, well dialed into all the mores of, of soccer along those traditional lines. But there are a lot of them. The photos, they do they do kind of... There is kind of a mini chronicle of every game in, in international games right down to... Do you know they have them and stuff like that. anywhere? Are they at the training facility or at all? Or I don't know. Thing? I haven't seen them. Uh, it's probably... It'd a, be a cool collection. Yeah. Check check eBay. Any Tampa Bay mutiny yeah. ones out there. <laughs> like, yeah, if, if anyone wants to tweet yeah. at Kyle and, and uh, he'll... Uh, with more on that, or Jacob, if you want to... No, always do tweet at Kyle. Do, Kyle. Do, do a little yeah. research and... I don't know. It's yeah. good, uh, that makes it a good question, and it makes me look bad. Yep. Has anyone replaced Dr. Pete as the team doctor? Is he still involved in the team's medical care? He's not involved with the medical care. He has his own private practice. I've seen some like photos they've sent out with like Milton Valenzuela doing things with him maybe, but Tom Hospel, I believe is his name, is the team doctor. I've seen him at trainings and uh, at games and stuff. All right, and then how many goals and assists this season does Diaz need to get to consider his worth the transfer fee. 
like no more. He he has one assist. Yes, he. I think he'll have more, but it's a maybe a four year deal here. I think time is going to tell. He's a twenty year old guy. Still has to develop. This wasn't going to be an immediate impact, huge signing. So give him some time. That's all we got. One thing I, that uh, has been on my mind is there. There was a question about Obets, which is you know. Oh yeah, we were supposed to get. A, yeah, that's just a, that's some crazy stuff. And yeah. and we have to get Bill. He, we'll just put like how do you evict. How do you evict someone when they're under a lease? You know what I mean? It's like they're they're a yearly lease. It's uh. I think Bill is up to coming on the show. Who's paid their lease? You know, that's just basically yeah. as far as um, wrapping things up in the arena district. That is close. The final parcel of land. My understanding is that deal is is just some minor details, but all the big things are done, and that we may have an announcement within the next two weeks or so. And that's a loose time frame that makes sense because then they say mid-august to yeah. be closed yeah it may even be before the 15th but what's he gesturing about over there well patrick flaherty's telling us we have to wrap it up we're having so much fun too so for at podfather two, kyle robertson at k rob photo and jacob myers our beat writer at jacob underscore myers underscore 25 um, at michael a race one check out our newspaper's twitter handle at dispatch alerts visit dispatch.com and we also have a facebook page dedicated to the crew jacob how's that go again i think it's just columbus crew sc fans so yeah we're all over the place just you know do a little search we'll talk to you later patrick kick us out of here which is what he's doing <laughs>